So I gave Don a homework assignment. His homework assignment was to listen to a book that I like. It's a short story by Isaac Asimov. It's called The Last Question. What did you think, Don? Um, I'll tell you now. It, well, for, it was kind of slow in the beginning, obviously. Yes. I realized, I was like, okay, I realize they're going to keep advancing, you know, as a species until they finally get the answer that they want. And I knew, Not like, five to ten seconds before the computer comes up with the answer, I knew exactly what it was going to say. It was like almost <laughs> a premonition five seconds before it's saying it what it's going to do because and then uh, so yeah it was a shocking ending i'll give it that but uh it's it's kind of interesting if that's the way it worked just kept repeating the cycle well the it wouldn't repeat after that because the computer at that point had the answer and it could prevent heat death but it didn't okay so it recreated everything the big yes. bang yeah it recreated everything so that's and... so that's not guaranteed that the human race will come up again, though. Well, at this point, the, the computer is now God. Right. It has the ability to do it. From however it, it did the calculations to figure out how it's able to do it. Yes. Well, then how did, was it originally created, then? By it, another it computer? It told you. It was, it was created, basically, when, when the story was written back in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. The computer was so massive, it was hundreds of square miles in size. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll include a link... When we post this, so people can actually listen to the book if they want to actually understand the introduction. Yes. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was a short uh, next, story. Next homework assignment is the path not taken. Jesus, that's is there uh, an audio one to that? There might be. Okay, good. I'd rather listen to the audio. By Harry Turtledove. I'm sure somebody's probably gonna go look it up and find the poem "The Path Not Taken" by I think Robert Frost. That's not it. No, that is not it. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it. Because that's the one thing you... Well, you almost don't have to worry about heat death because I don't think the human race will last that long. Absolutely not. You know, but I'm sure some other race or creatures will have to deal with it. Uh, give us... Uh, what is it? They, they say the, our sun has about four and a half billion years left. The sun cre- increases in size by 10% every billion years. So I say at most the human race has another 500 million years on this planet before... Conditions on Earth are too hostile for us. From the heat? From the sun, yes. Yeah. So, uh, at a minimum, it's, uh, uh, barring all other variables, us destroying ourselves and whatnot, the human race has 500 million years left to, to uh, stay alive. Unless we can knock off this tomfoolery and get our asses out in space. I think in 500 billion, uh, was it million or billion? Million. 500 million years, I figured if we'd get some kind of act together. I would like to hope. Yeah. We had something going on there for for, uh, for about a decade back in the sixties. Were you talking about NASA? Yeah, yeah, going to the moon. Back back when space was cool. Not anymore. Now they just well now it's privatized and they just want to send rich people up there to hang out in well, space. Well, that's where it starts. They have to uh, rich people are finding a way to commercialize it. No, I li- I think they sh- totally should be able to, but I didn't like the idea that we got rid of NASA. In essence, NASA has turned into such. A bloated and inefficient. Oh, agency. they could have totally redid it. Don't get me wrong. You could say the same thing about the government. Oh dear lord. We still keep that though. <laughs> we still keep the government. Why do I get rid of NASA? <laughs> All right. So this is the book intro. We're also going to talk about one other book uh, that I'm in the process of reading. I finished the first third of the book. There's three parts to this book. The book is a, a, over 1,100 pages long, and we would ha- just if we tried to do 
an Oprah-style book review on this book after everybody had read it in its entirety, we'd end up with a five-hour long show. Probably so. And you are you said you're one-third of the way through? I'm one-third of the way through. When did you start it? Uh, I could have had this done earlier. Uh, I started it the uh, first week of December. Okay. And then I decided to read another book, and now I'm back into this book. Oh, you read multiples? I only focus on one at a time. I can't just keep jumping around. Well, it was a new book. I had to get through it. That um, one inter that that the v- ultimate history of video games. I had that one interested me more. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. You finished that one? I did not finish that one. I finished the first half, which is all about Atari. Okay. Um. So I read the book you're talking about. Atlas Shrugged. You yeah. might as well just say that. But yeah, I know we're keeping a secret. By Ann Ann. Uh, what's her? How do you say her last I, name? Ayn Rand. Okay, I always say it wrong. But uh, I read it in a month, and I read it a lot. It it was so hard to get through. That many pages, because what it's eleven hundred pages, but the text is all small. The the text is small, but her the her writing style is just ugh ugh. I thought Robert Jordan was bad with the Wheel of Time, with the way he has to describe even ancillary characters that only have just a part in the chapter, where an entire page would be devoted to their description. Iron Rain goes to the extreme. So the main protagonist is there's two main protagonists. You have Henry Reardon, and then Dagny Taggart. Right, he's or, the the guy that owns the steel company. Yes, uh, Reardon owns the steel company. And she uh, owns the train system, doesn't she? She is vice president of operations for T- Taggart Transcontinental. Okay. So you, she basically oversees everything. She's not the one that makes all the decisions. That's up to her brother, and I can't think of his name right now. Oh, yeah, he makes all the wrong ones. Yes. So... <clears throat> The uh, the short and sweet version of this book is that it is basically Ayn Rand's stance against socialism and uh, the the idea of Karl Marx. And kind of a pro-capitalist. Pro-capitalist. Yeah, of course, yeah. i got to pull up all these characters because I, I can't. Did you see the... Uh, I don't want to bring it up too soon because you want to still talk about the book, but did you did you see the movie, part the one? The movie is terrible. You saw part one before yes, you even picked one. up the book. Yes, before I even picked up the book. The movie's just awful. It's a combination of it being low budget and the actors are just being bad. They were pretty bad, weren't they? Yes. The um, Except for Reardon, the guy who played Reardon. I know I've seen him before. I don't know where, but he did a decent job. Uh, the woman who played uh, Dagny was eh. Now, originally but everybody they, else was just terrible. They were going to have, or they really wanted to have Annalena Jolie as the... Oh, dear Lord. And even though she has the complete opposite political thing in real life, I think she would have been the best, the absolute best person to play that. No, I don't. Character. I don't think so. You don't think she would have pulled it off? No, no. I know it, it would be. It would be funny that Angelina Jolie would have to play a character that is the direct opposite of her real life political viewpoints. Do you think she would have? Maybe they t- she turned them down. Maybe that's why. That's 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 probably it. Maybe she she doesn't like the uh, the book and said no, fuck that, go away, leave me alone. <laughs> there was one part in the book, um, first half of the book, first third of the book. It's midway through. It is about fifty pages of Dagny's relationship with Francisco Danacana. Is that the Playboy guy? Yes. Okay. And I I I skipped like ten pages of it. I just glanced through it all because I did not understand what point her history with this dude had to the story. Maybe it'll show up later and I'll have to go back and read it to make sense. But it was it was terrible. It was it was just thirty pages of their childhood nonsense. Uh well yeah. 
there's a everything's kind of drawn out. It's a, a long book. I mean, she doesn't hold anything back when writing, so she just crams as much information as possible. Ugh. The the first third of the book is 330 pages. Mm-hmm. It could have been 150 pages. Yeah, you could definitely cut a lot of stuff out of it. Now, I've read uh, all her work, and this was the first book I read, and that's considered like her whatever her masterpiece. I read, found Head was kind of like. Kind of like Atlas Shrugged, but with uh, architecture, with somebody building buildings. And it didn't answer enough questions that probably Atlas Shrugged did. Uh, speaking of which, right now, I was while we were talking here, I was watching... They're going to make part two. Yes, even though part one made absolutely no money. And I, I watched the trailer, and it looks like the two main characters are different people. Uh... They couldn't even get the, the characters from the original movie to play it. <laughs> I can't even understand why they would even bother at this point. Oh, because then you mess up the entire flow of the movie. It just yeah, you're sense. looking at different people. It's like introducing a different uh, somebody else. Uh, what was it like? Uh, the Roseanne show, didn't they put like some the blonde chick got swapped out? Uh, and then you had uh, what was it? A uh, married with children. They put that stupid young kid in. So Samantha Mathis is in part two. This is our part two's already out. It came out in October. Really? I heard nothing about it. I mean, uh, it came out in October. Let me look at Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Jason Beckey, I guess, um, is uh, is now Henry Reardon. Uh, James Tiger. Okay, it's it's rating was 5%. Yeah, IMDb has it at 5% too. Or 5%? 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, dear Lord. That's no, the low, IMDb the lowest has it at 5.2 stars. Out of what, 10? Out of 10. Well, that's better than this. 5 but the audience gave it 77%. Well, you also have to remember who's reviewing these movies. People from the, the opposite New York Times. The and... opposite side of the political spectrum, yeah, so yeah. they're going to hate it regardless. Yeah, most of your movie reviewers are... Uh, are I'm not going to argue do, with them. not agree. I'm not going to argue with them. I think it's a probably going to be... A, part 2 will probably be a terrible movie. Uh, if it's anything like the first one, yeah. I mean, they, they held true to the book for the most part. Part 1. Uh, they left out a big chunk in the um, at the end where she discovers the motor. Yeah, that that part wasn't in the movie. I don't know why. Uh, it, it seems that the motor is going to be um, a big part, or it could just be a. Uh, well, you haven't got to that part yet. Yeah, the, the motor plays a key part. Okay. Yeah, eleven percent for part one. So the motor is uh, a MacGuffin. Is the is the term mm-hmm. a plot device? Yeah, that, that's to track down the main guy. I'm assuming is John Galt. I'm not going to tell you anything. I don't want to ruin it for you. I know, I know. But I can already see where this is going. John Galt, basically, this is what I've surmised or hypothesized so far. Mm-hmm. John Galt made the motor. Uh, 20th century motor company ended up being run by complete idiots. Uh, he left and went to go on to do whatever it is that he's currently doing. The mm-hmm. the, the whole Atlantis thing. Yeah, you'll, okay, yeah. You're, I'm not going to, yeah. You pretty much have a good thing going there. Okay. Wasn't this supposed to be a three-part thing? Yeah. <sighs> the movies, yes. I wonder if they're going to make the third and final part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, let's see. Uh, part two. Let's see how much they spent. And how much they probably didn't spend hardly anything since part one was probably a flight uh, flop. <laughs> okay. So part two, the budget, ten million dollars. Box office, three point three million. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. What Part about the first one? one? Do they the make money? The budget was twenty million. 
Ooh, box office four point six million. Oh, that's even worse. Because <laughs> it was yeah. double the budget, so they yes. they cut back on the budget. Yes, and they made less. Yes, it's terrible. It is awful. Since we're, I know this this is kind of I'm dragging out the introduction, but we're we're gonna definitely do Illusion of Gaia Part Two on the. But anyways, uh, speaking of movies, have you seen The Hobbit yet? I have not. Um, you know that's a trilogy, correct? Yes, and a lot of people are questioning how to do that as a trilogy. Two since, movies would have been fine. Since it's only a, it's a one book? Yes, he's including a lot of the other stories that weren't in The Hobbit, but tie into The Hobbit. But I think what it was is whoever's producing this movie basically told, um, whoever's directing it, I can't, I can't think of his name. Well, the same guy that did Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Yeah, whatever his name is. Basically told him, no. This is there's too much money to be made here. Find a way to make three. That's it, because they know they're going to be hits regardless. Yeah. And trilogy's a big thing now. You know, you got the Hunger Games, you got all these other uh, series. I think I I haven't seen the movie yet, but I've heard that there's a lot of stuff they threw in there that has nothing to do with what was in the book. So they they're just adding fluff to make it into three movies. Like you you read The Hobbit, correct? I've never read The Hobbit. Oh, okay. So there's one point when they meet up with trolls. And I, I think, you know, they have to battle trolls. But then out of nowhere, so they must meet up with ogres. Then that's not in the that's not in the book. Maybe it's one of the other side books. Maybe. The Similarian or whatever. I don't know. I just think that was a, a very bad idea to do the those are the three three uh, movies. Yeah, two, two would have been fine. I think I one three-hour one would have been fine. It's not like there's that much to catch. Well, you know, back in the... Back in the the olden days, the 40s, 50s, 60s, movies were three and four hours, and they had intermission. Oh, really? They were that yeah. long? Hmm. Yeah, they would stop the movie, people would go out into the lobby, congregate, take a piss, whatever the case may be, and then go back to finish the movie. Hmm. And that's what a lot of people want, is to have movies just to be one gigantic thing, be like an all-day affair, and have intermissions. But no, the, the studios say, no, we're going we're gonna to make five movies, and rake in $10 billion. That's right, if they can get because that. Because you guys are idiots and you're going to pay for it. You're talking about back in the day when movies were like an art form. Now it is just a rehash of whatever was already made. Yes. Like, I know, is it this year? Total Recall. They did Total Recall. I saw that, actually. I refused uh, to see it. They did Judge Dredd last year, right? That was good. That was actually good. I heard that was actually pretty good. Yes. Probably better than uh, Stallone's version. Um... I know they got Robocop, Robocop planned. Uh, have you seen his outfit? No, I have not. Oh, I it, looks, it looks like Surplus from the G.I. Joe uh, set. It looks like a Surplus um, costume from the G.I. Joe Did G. you I. watch set. any of the G.I. Joes? Yes, I watched the first G.I. Joe. That's the only one that's, that's been out so far. Uh, isn't there a second one coming out? I thought yes. there was. Or it was supposed to come out last year, but they didn't want to compete with the Avengers. Did you like that series? I thought that one was going to be a flop. The Avengers? No, no, no. Well, Avengers was amazing. Uh, I'm talking about uh, G.I. Joe. I thought it was terrible. Yeah, I thought I heard nothing but bad stuff about it, so that was a kind of a shock that they made a sequel. All right, so here is the... Show me the suit, because I'm trying to get... Oh, it's what? Awful. Ugh. There's no... Is it, that's just... That's going to be the color and everything? Yeah. There's, that, not, that there's no flavor it. to it. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, that just looks even more terrible. Him on a motorcycle. And it's a crotch rocket. I'm sorry. Cops don't ride crotch rockets. Cops ride Harley Davidsons because Harley Davidsons are man bikes. Yeah, you get a lot of extra room and stuff to carry on it. Yeah. Did he ride a bike in the original? Uh, yes, he did, and it was a chopper. 
No, it wasn't a chopper. It was a cruiser. I'm sorry. I'm sure some motorcycle aficionado is going to... It's not a goddamn chopper! Don't confuse the two! It was a cruiser! Get to the chopper. So yeah, it's going to be... I mean, yeah, okay, I don't have no faith in it. It's going to be good. So, Robocop, they got uh, Carrie. They're remaking Stephen King's... That <sighs> Stephen King movie. You know, the whole prom and the blood and all that? Yes. Was that needed? I mean, really? They remade it already? No, I think it's coming okay. up. Hold on. I think it's this year or maybe next year. I don't know. There's a trailer out there. The trailer's just a teaser. In 2003, um, Chloe Grace Moritz, the chick from Kick-Ass, is playing as Carrie, which I find interesting because I don't think she is 18 yet, so I don't know how the shower scene's going to be done. Wait, the the girl that was in Kick-Ass? Yes. That was the superhero where they dressed up as superheroes? Yes. Yeah, she can't, she can't be that old. Yeah, she's 15 as of right now, so... How are they going to do the shower scene? Well, you got to refresh my memory. I don't even know if I fully... Right, so the shower it. scene is the first scene of the movie. <clears throat> They're all in the shower after Jim and Carrie starts to have her, period. She flips out, has no idea what the hell's going on, why why she's bleeding from her vagina. Has absolutely no idea why, because her mother is this huge fundamental Christian where anything related to the vagina is bad, and the vagina just needs to be ignored. <laughs> so... So she collapses, Carrie collapses onto the onto the floor of the shower. The other students are laughing at her and teasing, picking on her. And then the um, the teacher finally comes in, sympathizes with the girl, and uh, uh, makes the uh, the bullies go away. But there's nudity in that scene. Was it full nude? Yes, Sissy, Sissy Spacek got full nude well, for that Well, okay, scene. I just sent you the link to the uh, official teaser trailer. Are you sure that's the chick? It, go to, it's just showing a bunch of fire and stuff. Go to, like... 40, 40 seconds in. A whole bunch of fires. What the, this wasn't in the original. She's this burning is, the city? She never burnt the city. I don't know if this will even be in the movie. This is just a teaser to it. Yeah, it looks like it comes from like the high school, and it looks like she just raged she a path burns the path She No, she burned the auditorium of the high school, and then went home, and then died. Burned her house down, and then she died. Is that the? Is that her, though? <laughs> you see the... Yes, that was her. Oh, okay, so that is the actual <laughs> I like the one of the comments on YouTube. A movie about a period gone bloody wrong. Is that what started it off? I thought Yeah, that's what she had her period in the shower. And then they just criticized her, her and she her. snapped. Oh, that's when they dump a bunch of blood on her at that prom. Yes. And then she goes off crazy. Now there yeah, is one movie that? that I really want to see and I think it's coming out in like a couple months. And it's a remake, but it has kind of the backing of everybody, uh, everybody involved. Where the hell is it? Uh, it's uh, Evil Dead. Oh my dear lord! They're redoing it. But what? Well, I'm Bruce... sorry if you cannot get Bruce Campbell to do it. It's not. It's no. Uh, Bruce Campbell, but he, him, and the you know the people. I know that Bruce Campbell it. is 150 years old, but I'm sorry. It looks good because it's 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 just it looks like it's super violent and gory. I think it might actually, and since he's backing it, like, you know, there, there's a link to it, the Red Band trailer. I'll have to include some of these links to the, for what we're talking about on the show so people can see. I guess so off. We were uh, talking about Atlas Shrugged, and now we're talking about movie trailers. Just, just watch the trailer to Evil Dead. All right, cut out all the silence then. <laughs> Why do they have to use the Evil Dead name? Why do they have to? Yes. That's kind of what it's it's based on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, well, I haven't seen I'm this sorry, trailer. I'm sorry, Evil Dead is funny, though. Well, hold on. There's three of them, right? 
And Arm of Darkness, Evil Dead. And there's only two of them that were technically funny. Oh, I think the first one, Evil Dead, was supposed to be serious, but it was shit. So they just said, ah, fuck it, let's make the other ones hilarious. I thought I would... No, the first one and the second one are the exact same movie. They're the same exact premise. They go into the, you know... uh and the third one, of course, is the one that's actually a true follow-up because he has his, you know, chainsaw arm and whatever. Okay, yeah, the Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, and then Army of Darkness. Yeah, Army of Darkness is the actual follow-up. Evil Dead 1 and 2, you trade either one of those out. Obviously, yeah, Army of Darkness is the hilarious one. And Evil Dead 2, uh, Army of Darkness follows Evil Dead 2, not Evil Dead 1, because Evil Dead 1 is just just a scary movie. So I've never seen the first two Evil Deads, so I've only, I'm only familiar with Army of Darkness. So oh, really? I need to make that clear now. I'm sorry. Oh my God! Yeah, you'd have you have to you have to watch them all. Okay, I will I will do that. Yeah, because this one is just solely based on Evil Dead One as being a scary movie. Nothing funny is probably going to happen. I can't believe you. Ha- a lot of people haven't seen the first one, but the second one, you know, the one where it's it's funny as hell. The second one. Yeah. It's just like it's just like the silliness of Army of Darkness. Okay. And he has to cut off his hand, and it because it's attacking him and beating the crap out of him. Yes. Because it turns evil. It's it, there's a whole there's a ton of stuff on it. So this is a movie that's a remake that I'm actually looking forward to. But every one of these gems, there's a hundred of other remakes that are horrific. Okay. And that's where the hell do we get off on this? I don't know. I, I want to get back on the Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> okay. I have noticed a similarity toward the end, <clears throat> the last chapter of the first part, where Dagny is trying to essentially find the inventor of this of this motor that drives itself on static uh, derived from the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, she f- goes to the person, to, she finds a banker who used to own a bank, inherited the bank from his family. His family was very successful. Uh, ran this very successful bank. They died. He took over and drove the bank into the ground. Uh, I, f- I find... It, it, and I'm noticing it a, a common theme to this. Uh, it's not my fault. That pops up a lot. It's where, not where my fault. everybody's screwing everything up, but... Yes. They're doing the, it for the greater good of humanity or people. Yes. The uh, the banker says, it's not my fault because th- that my bank went under because I loaned all this money and I did my civic duty, my social duty. There you go. To help, to help people. And, and I just, but I can't wrap my brain around. Nobody is that dumb. There, she, she completely exaggerates a lot of um, uh, the things that happen in the book. She, it's just, it just basically when somebody who doesn't deserve something gets what they, what they have, she goes to the extreme, saying this person inherits millions of dollars and then within weeks squander it all trying to quote unquote do their social duty. I've never met anybody that does that, that, that inherits, it's like $10 million and within weeks or dirt-ass poor living. Oh, yeah, it's over the top, just to prove the point of her, her whatever. It's like propaganda almost for the for her side of the, you know, the whole capitalist thing. But but I noticed a similarity with, uh, with that banker where he was just loaning money to anybody and everyone. And he was telling, talking about another investor who wouldn't loan money to anyone and everyone and being very stingy and actually investing his money on shit that worked, that he saw would work. Mm-hmm. There is an investor noted with the dot-com boom. Um, I can't think of his name, but he was the one that started up basically. He gave the funding, I think, to Google. I know to Yahoo and Cisco. Cisco's basically the laid the groundwork for the Internet. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was very picky with his money. Uh, but the other venture capitalists are kind of similar to this to this banker in the book, just throwing away their pissing away their money, saying, "Oh yeah, sure, it well, sounds like a good idea. Here's fifty million dollars." That was very common during the dot com boom. People would go to these venture capitalists and say, "I have an idea," but basically have no business plan or no no nothing. And venture capitalists would say, "Yeah, here's here's fifty million dollars. Here's twenty million dollars to, to." And they would raise hundreds of millions of dollars on a company that had absolutely no no chance in succeeding. Right. Given given their business plan. Yeah, sure. The dot com with I had to look something up. So the, uh, there's going to be a a weird change in uh, perspective or, or conversation because I had forgotten what I was talking about. But anyway, the dot-com crash, basically between March and October, March 2000, October 2002, $5 trillion were instantly gone. Just bye-bye. All gone. Oh, across how many? Two years? In two years. Yeah. Just just a little over two years. $5 trillion done. Pretty amazing. And two documentaries which which um, uh, uh, display this perfectly is startup.com and... The other one I can't think of the name. It's it's a documentary of the the basically the rise and fall of Cosmo.com. Uh, two uh, two dot coms during the boom uh, basically promised the world to all these venture capitalists. I think um, Khalil Ismail Tuzman, uh, Ishmael, Khalil Ismail Tuzman uh, of of GovWorks, who is featured in Startup.com, went to these venture capitalists and said. Our business is tapping into, I think, like a nearly seven hundred billion dollar market. Where mm-hmm. do those numbers come from? They just made them up, pretty much. But anyway, they, there's you could draw some. You, there's similarities between the dot com bu- bust and the housing bubble uh, with um, some of the uh, some of the scenarios in in Atlas Shrugged. Sure, sure. Of course, she t- she takes it to another level. Uh, just an outrageous level where people are just absolute buffoons. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody the, the, that's... The, everybody except for about ten people in the book are just complete morons. Yeah, everybody seems to be, at least in the book, desperate to give all their money away for the greater good of humanity or civil services and all that. Yes. And, and then the, and then at the end, where legislature comes out saying that a tax, a heavy tax, will be placed on the state of Colorado to make sure that Colorado does not profit more because Colorado is a very rich state. So that Colorado is not in a better position than all the other 50 states. I don't see that I don't see how that has real world applications because the moment let's say a president, the, the current president says that, first you have the state of the state of Colorado that's just going to be pissed off all to hell that suddenly they have to pay a tax nobody else does. And, and next you're going to have other states around it, Texas, Utah, Wyoming basically say, no, fuck you, no. And then that's just going to cause a whole chain of events, which we can speculate on all day long as to what those chain of events would be. But that, that's just complete, complete nonsense. That's but I understand. I understand the point she's making. Though it's got you really riled up because it's absurd. <laughs> I understand the point. Yes, I, I I understand what's being said. I I, I get that. Uh-huh. But the way it's being presented is just complete absurdity. Right. It just seems that everybody who's in a position of power. Can't wait to lose their their business and money fast enough. That's what it seems like. Like, okay, now I'm the president of the, of this company. What can I do to cause twenty thousand people to lose their jobs and make this company go bankrupt in the fastest, most inefficient way possible? What can I do? 
I, I agree with you. It's over the top, for sure. <laughs> you still got a lot to read, though. Uh, I, I already know. I've I found the part in the book where John Galt makes a speech. It's it's like it's, 70 pages. It's it's pretty damn long, yeah. I'm going to read all that. It's a long speech. I read every bit. Oh, my God. And I guarantee you that speech could be condensed down into 10 pages. He makes He probably makes his point in 10 pages, and then the other 50 pages are nothing but him just rehashing what he already said, just to try to further make his point. Sure. I'm not going to... No arguments there. Oh, oh, <laughs> So frustrating. Alright, enough about books and movies. Let's focus in on what we came here to do. The goddamn game. Welcome to the Retro RPG Podcast. Uh, it's January 23rd. I think we said we would have it recorded by the 22nd. That's we okay. said we'd have it uploaded by end of January, so I could still do that. No, I said we would have it recorded, and I made it perfectly clear that recorded is not the same as published. Fair enough. So we're recording. Recording on time. Publishing is a different matter. I could publish it before February, so we're still good. Okay. Okay. Back from our vacation. And yes. it appears we still want more vacation. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Email is retro RP or no. Jesus Christ, it's been too long. Email podcast at retrorpg.net. Website, retrorpg.net. Go to the forums. People have been talking on the forums. Emails, really haven't gotten any emails because people now use the forums. Yep, that um, seems to be more used. There have been uh, a few you, people. Any, you got no emails? Well, I got a few emails, but mostly just Discus telling me, hey, you got an email. Uh, Ralph did send us an email back in, Nova- back in November. I think we might have, uh, I think we've already um, talked about that. Okay. Talk about that. Uh, oh yeah, Bill Burr. We t- we already talked about yeah, different podcast we. Yeah, I think we, we got listen to yeah. Well, we got a uh, apparently our our website is um has a package that's being ready to for delivery from the foreign operations department. Dear esteemed customer, your package is ready to be delivered. You have to confirm your last name and first name for us to verify your details, and also you need to sell send your telephone number with which we can reach you in case we will need further details to confirm your booking for delivery. Oh, wow. Did you do that? I mean, we, I, we... I, I I did not. No, I, I did not. Why not? We want the package. Yes, the, the package of identity theft. <laughs> <laughs> they just want your phone number and name and all that. Yeah, then they're going to call you up and say, oh, well, we just need your social security number to verify. Well, sure, why not? I mean, whatever they need so we can get that package. Oh, of course. I don't even know what it is. Could be anything. It can even be a package. <laughs> you know how we how badly we want one of those. I uh, wonder if anybody will get that reference. Yeah, I vaguely, vaguely do. Uh, there's a lot of spam coming through Discus, but thank you, Discus has been uh, very nice in catching all the spam. Uh, our most recent email from Discus, somebody commented on what is it? Uh, the contest post. Remember Pinky? She lost 10 pounds and she's sexier than hell now. This stuff works. Go ahead and click the link. Wait, what? That was that, a spam? Yeah, that's that's one of the spam that was caught. I don't understand it, though. What's it advertising? You I don't know. The... I have Discus set up to... Uh... Well, click the link. I, there is no link because I have Discus set up to catch anything that has a link in it for and set it aside for approval. Oh, we'll never know what Pinky... Uh... What was it? Pinky looks better? Yeah, she she lost ten pounds and is sexier than hell now. Pinky, huh. who's named Pinky? That doesn't even make any. Can't know, they maybe pick it up? Might a, be my little pony reference. Is it? I don't know. I I, I doubt it. It's it spam. Pinky, not Pinkie Pie. <laughs> Did you? Po- yeah, you're the one that posted that stupid yeah, I, video. I, I took it down because I I 
I, th- I think I had tortured people enough with it. Yeah, I saw it. It's just, it was bad. It's it's bad. It's uncomfortable. In public! In public! It makes me squirm. I don't like that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like watching Jackass and stuff. People that aren't in on it, it just makes me uncomfortable. But there is nobody that's in on it. No, it's, it, but, I exactly, he's doing something that's just, I don't know, just shouldn't be done. Yeah. Uh, so somebody did comment on the contest. Uh, they wanted to know if it was international or America only. Uh, as of right now, it is international. There are countries we cannot send to because of embargoes and other um, uh, other international uh, laws that prevent. Uh, I, th- I think South Korea is one of, or no, not uh, not South, but North Korea is one of them. Uh, however, if you are in a country that is under political change or is under war. Uh, you might not wanna wanna participate because we cannot guarantee the package would arrive there in one piece or if at all. Hmm. I have a, I have a theory about this contest. What is, what is your theory? I, I my theory is it's going to be a complete and utter failure. Well, yeah, all of our contests have been that way so far. So, well, we had one or good. We somebody won one or two of them, didn't they? That was like the first ones. I don't think anybody's won more than one. Uh, I know we gave out a game for something. And then somebody said, I refuse to enter this contest on the grounds that in the unlikely event that I would probably, that I would win, I would probably have to visit ye old pawn shop just to buy the damn console the cartridge is for. That being said, I look forward to the next episode. You guys are entertaining funny retro podcast, I know. So don't host links to better ones, and my laziness will ensure that this is the only one I listen to. Mm. And then I did comment to that. I'm going to pull it up here. There it is. Where the hell did I, where'd it go? Damn it. Yeah, I know the comments section doesn't work. It says there's six, but there's there's not. I don't know. Whatever well, I basically... I, yeah, I don't understand what the hell's going on. So, is the contest still going on about this sound stuff? I didn't even read it. Uh, it was too much. Yeah, at the end of this episode, there'll be there'll be a sound bite. Just one. I think I'll put in two. You want, in two. I'm going to edit this, so do you want two. me to send it to me? Yeah, so you're going to have to edit it and then send it to me. Okay. You have to just send make it sure that you get the WordPress all set up and ready to go, and I'll just hit publish. No, send it back to me, and I'll I'll, I'll do all that. Why? Because you, you have a weird way of putting stuff up that's all screwed up. What do you mean up. I have a weird way? Uh, I had to go through and delete everything and re-upload it. Speaking of which, I think the ones... Because I had an old copy of all, all our shows. Uh-huh. And then I went through them all, you know, and I added the you know the our image and all that stuff to the actual files. Yes, I didn't know how to do that. I think, if you remember specifically, there was a podcast where you had about a 10-second blast of static. Yes, I think it might be back in there somewhere. If I used <laughs> if I used an old one, damn it! So there might possibly be back. If people know what episode and where it was at, feel free to share that information. I could go back and check. Or somebody, some new listener that's going through all the shows is going to come in with a pleasant surprise when they get to that episode. Hey, not my fault. I, I had to clean that stuff up. I got an OCD thing about that. Damn it! Bach. 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 Fuck. Where are my comments at, guy? I want to know what I wrote. Mostly North America, most of Asia, and okay. Europe, and most no, of... No, 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 where the guy said he's not going to participate. I said, we are okay with this, but most carts anymore are collected, not played. Most have turned into collector's items, ROMs, and emulators are used instead. Yeah, that's the thing. We, we're on the assumption that, like, whoever's going to win is going to have uh, have the console to play whatever games we give them. Yeah, well, I I don't care. I, if you don't want to participate, well, don't don't participate. If you want to participate, participate. I don't care. 
I really don't care. Yeah, the console. Yeah, I sound like a dick right now. You are. And the consoles are cheap, anyways. You can get them cheap. Yeah, you can buy uh buy the SNES one off of Amazon for like twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can. Find can we talk about the goddamn game now? I would hope so. God, what episode is this? Episode thirty-eight, Illusion of Gaia Part Two. Right, fine. We started okay. off. We left off with Moo. Ended we didn't up in even the cave. introduce ourselves or anything. My name is Derek. My name is Don. Okay, and this is the Retro RPG Podcast. It's the most fail podcast ever. Yes. Okay, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> okay, we're in a cave. Get to the cave. You're talking about the angel. Yes. Because we got out of Mew. Yes. And we got one. And then you, you you get to the part where you, your old buddy is basically that fish or whatever that. Cat yes. What do you think of that? It's a little weird. Yeah, and it had nothing. You never meet up with him again or anything. It's just no. make, there's just like, why is it there? Yeah, he's now in essence like his mind has got absorbed into the creature that ate him. Yeah, and I don't even understand what the whole point point of that was. And it tapped out mask Morse code, I guess, down on the cave because it must have been near the water. I I don't know. I for, I even I forget what the whole thing was about. I think he was just telling us to walk. Yeah, we'll, nothing. We'll I don't think anything was important. Or... It's like the ending, but we'll get to that. <laughs> I got a poem to pick on that one. <clears throat> Anyways, what about Angel City? Was there that there was anything to really talk about? Um, no. <clears throat> or Angel Village. No, not I can, not that I can think of. And there was those rooms where you had to pick what changed. One of these things is not like the, the other. other. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> that was kind of different. Yes. It really wasn't. There wasn't much to it. It's just a it's a waypoint getting to what Watermere? Yes. Yeah. Talk about Watermere. Okay. Nothing going on in Angel City. No. Watermere. Watermere. Not much going on in Watermere either. Nope. You got a... No, except for the drinking game. Where I the guy play. kills himself. I didn't play the drinking game at all. Through the think. most pointless way possible. Okay, so you have... Oh, wait. No, no, no. I totally remember it. Yeah, there's, there, I think it's six cups, five cups. And you pick a cup, you drink it. Then he picks a cup and drinks it. And this goes back and forth. And you know one of them has poison in it, right? Yes, and it will kill you. Right. And this guy is basically the world champion has never lost. And you're psychic. Our character is psychic, so he won't pick the, yes. the bad cup. Yes. If you try to pick it, he'll, it'll say, oh, you better not pick that one. Yeah, yeah, it was the far right one, yeah. I don't even think, um, I think we're jumping ahead here, because I'm reading a walkthrough and they're not talking about the drinking game. Eh, it doesn't matter, we'll talk about it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it's in water. Yeah, that's after yeah. we're done with the Great Wall. Oh, we come back there and yes. the drinking game. Well, whatever. It's well, not crucial to the story. We're already talking about the drinking game. So yeah, let's, let's go ahead and go on. And I'm thinking, okay, well, there's one cup left. And the guys are like, no! I refuse to be baiting! I'm going to drink this last cup! I'm going to like, win! That's, that's 100% the one with the point. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, what? It's just like Atlas Shrugged. There's nobody that dumb! He's just he's he's just going to kill himself. Yeah. Does he I, die? Yes! He, he, his spirit, you see later. What a dumb way to die. <laughs> he could have just said, yeah, you win. Obviously, I'm not drinking the poison cup. Yeah. And and everybody on the raft is saying, no, stop being an idiot. Don't drink it. It's poison. No, I'm going to do it. No! I've never been baiting. Yeah, he could have lived with the fact. What a dumb game. It's a game that someone dies. It's, it's just Russian roulette. Yeah, basically. So it's, it's putting a bullet in the chamber, and it goes click five times, and then somebody says, "No!" And you had to play that game. It was part of the moving on. Yeah. What did that have to do with anything? I have no idea. He didn't even have to die. It was just something dumb. Yeah. 
could have just said, yeah, I lose. Right, it's not like you, ha- you have any skill. You just randomly pick a cup. Yeah. It's not like it's there's any kind of strategy. You can't bluff your way out of dying from poison. <laughs> there's a lot of dumb people in this game. That's true. Well, before that, you go to the Great Wall, which really there isn't much going on. It's just one puzzle. Uh, a lot of area. Uh, I remember one part, you jumped down someplace like a thousand feet. Yes, there is a lot of jumping down and then going back upstairs. And it doesn't hurt you at all? I'm like, all right. No. Oh, there is a boss, the uh, the Sandfanger. The, the that one that wasn't that bad at all. No, no. It, just... was, it was annoying because you had to be in the right spot at the right yeah, time to hit him. You have to keep following him around. And he, he would dance all around. But once he got settled and he, he would but spit out those egg things, you could hit him a bunch. Yes. So he was uh, actually an easy boss. I really wasn't much, much to him. No. I don't enemies. think there's anything to talk about the Great Wall. It was... No, enemies were pretty easy. Uh, yeah. You had a bunch of those switches to press and all of everything. But and you go back to the water place, kill the guy because he's dumb. <laughs> and you go to Euro with their slavery. Yes. And I don't even know what the point of the slaves were. We did, we went in there, we talked to a few of the slaves, and then we left, and that was it. I think we ended up freeing them, but it was it was basically Will came back, did something, and the free the the slaves are freed, and that was it. There there was no big big thing made about it. It was just all right. Yeah, you you completed the side quest. Congratulations. Now move the fuck on. Did now while while in Euro, did you stand in that long ass line? Yes, I did. Okay, I did too. I so had to actually put, go. And you were on a console. You had no way of speeding up the game. Nope. Took about three or four minutes. It took me about three minutes because I kept screwing up. I'd get in line, and then I'd speed up the game, and then I'd fall out, so I'd have to go back and start over again. Jesus. I'm like, ugh, they made it drag out so long. Where'd you get extra hit point? I know, I needed it, because I had to go back to this town <laughs> after the after the mummy boss. I had to go back to get this extra hit point, and even so, still, when, it didn't help me. When you got this hit point, where is your health at? I'm telling you, it was, uh, it was one and a half. One and a half. So one full bar on the top and then half a bar on the bottom. Oh, okay. Well, you were right up to this point, but you didn't get any more hit points after that. Now I'm telling you, all the way up to the mommy, mummy boss, I came back to Eurotown just to go stand in this line. I didn't do it before. Oh, okay. But I, I had to get something because there was nothing helping me. So it I didn't had to even go. help. Didn't even help at all. It was like it didn't even matter. But we'll get on to we'll get to that. Yeah, part. we'll definitely get to that part. I kind of like the uh, the vines in the mushroom area. It's uh. It could I like get the color. Kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah, it looked great, but I ended up wandering all kinds of. Well, we're following this walkthrough, and there's just, and of course my printer died, right? So I couldn't <laughs> print out the directions. So I had a couple sheets of paper with just arrows, left, right, up, down, left. Right. I'm like, finally, I'm like, oh, screw it, and I just wandered around figuring so out. This is why you need. Oh, that's right. You're playing downstairs. Never mind. That's right. I don't have an emulator on it. I was yeah, playing the physical game. You were down. Your computer's upstairs, and you're playing downstairs. Never right. Mind. I don't have a laptop or anything like that, so I'm stuck. Yeah, you should get a laptop. I just what? What's or a so tablet? Could, no, forget that nonsense. I'm not mobile with my tech. Stationary. That's what everybody says. You need a new phone. You need a tablet. Works for one laptop. of the largest tech plants in the in the in the world, and hates technology. What what is this? I didn't say that. I got a nice computer here. I just you don't put it, need put to carry SSD it in my pocket. SSD in RAID, which I just can't wrap my brain around why you would put an SSD in RAID. Uh, overkill. That's what this one is about. My computer starts up in 10 seconds. I don't need RAID on an SSD. But it, it will improve it. You can't deny it. There, uh, there, was, a, there was a video. I there saw was... the video where they put like 80 <laughs> SSDs in RAID and it was just retarded. There you go. 
And then they started dropping and kicking them. Yeah, well, they, they didn't have to buy them, obviously, so they didn't give a shit. Well, the, the, the Vine part, it, it was kind of lengthy, because there was a lot of backtracking. Yes, that, that it was a, it was pretty long. Um, enemies weren't that tough, though. No. Kind of, kind of avoid them. Now, uh, did you and have... did you kill three... every enemy? See, that's my problem. Yes. I don't think I killed every single thing I ran across. To my knowledge, there was one area back at the beginning of the game in the cave that I missed all the enemies. Because I thought I was going to go back, but I never did. Yeah, maybe uh, that was my problem. Because it wasn't based on how many people you kill and experience to level up. It was based on if you cleared the room. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Once we get to the mummy boss, we'll talk about we'll have a discussion on that. Now, did you get Friedan's Dark Friar power-up at this point? Is that where you hold down the button so he charges up and flashes and then he launches like a big ball? Yes, and then you hit the A again and then it splits into four and then they go into a spiral. I didn't know you hit it a button again to split them and... Yes! No! Oh, Jesus Christ. I probably on. had this power and didn't even know about it. Um, but where was this at in the walkthrough? Uh, let's see. Oh, Dark dark Friar abuse. There we go. This this sounds right up my alley. Right up your alley. Mm. Right up both of our alleys. How are you talking there about? There we go! Alright, go to 30 seconds. You're going to show me a link of what I missed out on. Alright. Then this actually helped with the mummy boss. With the mummy queen. 30 seconds in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ow. You didn't know that? No. Oh, my dear Leo. I launched it, the big ball. Yeah, once you upgrade Dark Friar, if you launch the big ball, and then you hit A again, it turns into the, the four huge balls, and it just devastates everything. Oh, that would have been definitely nice to know. Yeah, this guy's having no cake hidden everything. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. Unbelievable. What's wrong with you? I think I am just a terrible RPGer. You are a terrible RPG. You don't even know the definition of RPG. I should be a game... Uh, one of those people that just play the games, because I can break almost every game I play <laughs> with, with not even meaning to. <laughs> you broke this game. Yeah, I totally did. That's funny. Oh, enough of that. That pisses me off. <laughs> you, the me. whole game. You, went th you played the whole game and never did that. No, not once. Oh, wow. I know. What do you want from me? I didn't know. <sighs> Maybe I should get a still of, of Friedan doing his Dark Friar with the upgrade and use that as our title so you forever it'll forever be there in Memorial. Yeah, you should do that. All right, I will. Find, uh, find an image. I will get an image. Because I was just going to use Nicolas Cage Cupcake. I was supposed I, to be for the off-topic. I know. I had. Well, we have nothing. I It took me forever to just to find. What did I use? Oh, yeah, the Oink Oink. I, I couldn't find a good... Illusion of Gaia pick for the. Well, that will be the the pick for this one. Is the. Uh, All right. Well, as long as you get it and sent to me. All right, I will. By the end of this coming week. All right. Calm down. All right. Fine. Fair enough. Are you gonna put up that off topic we did last week? Still need to edit it. The, the I don't know if RPG we should air conditioner podcast. I'd really would rather not because it's just such <laughs> terrible. Like they won't even. How about don't put it on the main page. Just put it in the forums. I can put a link on the forums. Yeah. Yes. You put a link on the forum. Don't put. Uh, it on yeah. The main yeah. Page. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Okay. Okay. Okay, I can do that. What a waste. <laughs> Cost poem ownership, man. It's expensive. Let's not get into it. <laughs> Don't even want to discuss it. It's the worst uh, topic ever. <laughs> no, there, we had the other one where I was just completely sloshed. I think that would have been a good one. And <laughs> we spent like 30 minutes talking about our earth science teacher. Yeah, you were definitely hammered. You went to throw up and I think pass out on a chitter. I probably, I think it was like 30 minutes. I went away. Yeah. 
No, after the the vine gimmick, go back to the uh, to the natives' vi- village. You don't go back. This is your first time there, it right? Is? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, you you go to the natives' village, and there's people who are turned to stone, people dying because they're hungry, and then the pig dies. Did the pig die? The pig. Yeah, the pig dies. No, no, no. The, not only did the pig die, it sacrificed it. It committed suicide by running into the fire to feed everybody. Yes. That was how that pig died. Now, the, the I was at work when I was playing this, and I, I, something else grabbed my attention, so I looked at that for a second, and then I looked back, and I saw the pig in the fire. I think, what what did I miss? Why is the pig there? It, 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 threw, it killed itself so all the starving people in this little Ethiopian village could eat. But that goes, see, I, I'm going to pull another hmm. another uh, Atlas Shrug gimmick here. Oh, Jesus. That doesn't, that that's only a, a Band-Aid to a hemorrhaging problem. Okay, so you fed them for a day or two. Then what? Yeah, it's like that uh, one comedian. Why don't you move where the food is? Yeah. <laughs> that's For 50,000 years, that's what humans have done. We've moved where the food was. Yeah. We left, we left Africa, and we settled in Mesopotamia because it was very fertile. There were two rivers running there. So we settled there. That was where the basically, I think, the first city was founded. And then we left because we got pissed off and we hated each other. So then we fractured from there. No. I've been on a history kick recently. I don't know. What a what a history kick. I've been doing a lot of a lot of human history. Like on what? Good stuff or bad stuff? No, I'm talking um pre five thousand uh BC. Anything before that. Oh, like what? What the hell are you reading? Just anything anything and everything that I can get my hands on regarding what we did forty five thousand years ago. Between fifty thousand BC and five thousand BC. But what are you talking about there? This is only six thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we go to this dumb village and then we leave. Yes, and then we leave and we go to Angkor Wat. Could you kill those things that stretch their their heads? Yes, those are annoying as all fuck. How do you kill them? You beat the shit out of them when they extend their heads. Uh-huh. You just hit the hit their head, and eventually the head dies, and then you can kill the body. It doesn't show that it's getting hurt though. You have to beat the hell out of it. I didn't know. I couldn't figure out a way to kill him. You just quit. You just ignored it, didn't you? Yeah, I had to go around him. Well, that's half your problem right there. You're impatient. I wasn't impatient. They weren't dying or showing any signs of being hurt. Because you're doing it wrong. That's that's the that's the key ingredient to this podcast. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Oh, the, the, this one's similar to the Great Wall, except the garden area. I spent maybe 20 minutes in the garden area trying to get to the other side so that I could get the the uh, the glasses, the black crystal glasses. You had trouble going through the bushes that were alive? No, not that was that were alive. There was... I couldn't get to the right side of the screen. I couldn't figure out how to do it. Huh. But I found out that I had to go inside, walk around the maze there, and then come back outside on a different side. Yeah, to get to that right side yeah, portion. The, yeah. the walkthrough did not was not clear on that. Oh, okay. So you were having a hell of a time then. Yes. And then once you get the magic... What is it? Uh, glasses? No, not the glasses. The Gorgon flower. What was this all... I can't even vaguely remember any... What are these items? Even the when Gorgon I was getting The Gorgon flower them. was supposed to turn those... The stone people? Stone vi- yes. Into real people. Did they even explain that any? All I knew about the other people were they're all starving to death. I didn't think they mentioned anything about the stone people. I can't remember. But once you got the Gorgon Flower, you had to backtrack all the way through. 
Yeah, you can't just, there's no exit, there's no, no. spell to just get you back on the main map. Nope. Which, was... What's the purpose of the main map? Because you have no control except going from village to village. There is none. And it's a big show of you walking across the map. Yes. I could have just select it via the screen and go yes. instantly. There was no sense of exploration at all. Oh, yeah, it's a linear path, sure. From town to town to village to whatever. I hate linear games. I hate it. Yeah. All right, what's after this? We got after you got to go back to the village and give them the Gorgon flower. Well, yeah, it turned, we've already done that. What after? What do you do after that? I, you go to the pyramid. What's in the pyramid? Pyramids, those six doors Yes. that you have to use the different characters. This is where you get Shadow. Oh, yeah, this is this is the last part. Yeah. All right, so we got Shadow. Uh, it, with the the map, which I just gave up on, I couldn't, I could not decipher this map. Oh, the one where they drew it with paint. Yes, with MS Paint, it made. Yeah. I just stopped. Yeah, so. I, 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 I couldn't use it. I was gonna draw it, and I'm like, forget this. <laughs> I'm, I, I got no way to print it. Forget it. I, I just needed to know who to use for each door, and that yes. at least they le- at least give you that. Because in the first part of this game, when we played it, they had something similar to this. They had six different rooms, or just yes. different areas you had to use different people for. Yes. Now, after you do the six rooms, the six doors, and you go to arrange the hieroglyphics in a certain manner, which took me three tries, because I, uh, apparently I can't get my two birds fixed. There were two, there were two icons that look like birds. I swear I put them in the right spot, like it told me in the walkthrough, and it, and it didn't work. No, it didn't. I had to open up the, uh, the journal and figure out what I was doing wrong. Yeah, I had to play around with a bit. Well, after you do the the puzzle, and you see who is it the the assassin that's been after you? Jackal. The jackal, yes. Now, what so, has he been after you the whole time? I remember vaguely somebody mentioning him really about like I think in Euro City or whatever. No, I, I well, I think you go home and then you find your house ransacked, and then you find a note from the jackal, and that was basically the only mention of the jackal. And then, Up until in the one of these villages, they mention him. Yeah, they mentioned him again in passing, and then now it's the jackal, and they said, "Oh, it's jackal, it's a big scary man." And I'm looking, and basically when he comes, when he shows up, I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah, I, I have no care. Like, what does this guy do? I don't even understand why he's following me. No. What's his purpose? I, I think he was supposed to prevent me from getting to the Tower of Babel. How, how the little thing he did there. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, all he did was uh, all I did was play a song and he die die. Yeah, you fluted him to death. Yes, he did catch on fire. Yeah, that's something. Wasn't he crawling across the ground on fire or something? Yes, he was. That was pretty cool. <laughs> it was funny as once his body's all charred and blackened. Um, who is it? The chick that that's with you, the princess. I can't remember her name. Is her name Emily? I think I can't remember. But she leave, remember. when she goes to leave the room, she just walks over the body. Yeah, whatever. You just walk over this body. Fuck you. Totally comfortable with it. Yeah. Doesn't care. Now, if you go, if you leave the room and go back in, he's a skeleton. Oh, okay. I don't think he's I no longer a charred body. I don't think I had to go back in. But now we are at the Mummy Queen. Tell and, us, Don. And this is this is where all shit. First, I had trouble enough going through those six doors. Now, here's the way I can only tell you. One, th- there's several things wrong with this game. One thing is it has to assume that you get every enemy killed in a given area to get up a defense and your hit points, right? The only way you're going to level yes. up is killing everything. Yes. Uh, let's just say I wasn't 100% aware of that fact. And another thing is, there's no item shops where you can buy stuff. 
No. You get you get these. What what would you even call these things that you get off the dead enemies? Uh, the dark points. Okay. I think. It just says DP at the dark. That's just the, once you get ahead of them, you you get another life, right? Yes. That's the only purpose of them. You can't. So there's no money in the game. No. And you get these these herbs that look like little tacos. At least that's the that's the icon image I see. It's just a just a taco like a burrito, <laughs> and these herbs are like potions. That's all they are, just potions. Yes. However, there's only a finite amount in the game, and they don't even give you that many. No. I so I get up to the mummy boss, and I've used all my herbs, so I have no more herbs left. I also have no lives to speak of. I'm on my last life, so I can go and when I save, and that'll restore all my hit points. But my hit points only go up, like I said, a full bar and a half. Okay. So I have to fight the mummy boss without dying, without healing, for that full health bar and a half life. And maybe I was weak, and my defense was weak still, because three hits, and I'd be I'd be pretty much dead. The three hits took away about three, three health points for me at this point in the game. So you could have lasted quite a few hits. Yeah. Six, nine? Yeah, about that. Three and I was pretty. I mean, it, it, it damn near wiped me out. And so here's the thing: I I knew the strategy on the mummy boss. Okay, this is what you have to do. But it was, and I was using Frieden, which was recommended. Yes, was, and it later turns out no, it's bad. Yeah, you bred her off with uh, the shadow. Yes. But I try to use any character. I try to use them all, and they all they all sucked against this because you've got she shoots a giant ball of something uh, of whatever energy at you. And you might not have a chance to dodge it. Like, if she, if you don't see her on screen because there's two levels, mm-hmm. I, uh, the ball might come out too fast and I get hit by it. That, ta- that takes half of your hit points. It's such a strong attack. Then she shakes the the ground or whatever, and all these damn tiles fall from the... These damn bricks come down falling and, and hit you. And so those are hard to dodge sometimes because they're falling everywhere. And if I can actually hit her, and I when I did hit her, I would take off, like, one point. <laughs> I was taking off two. Yeah. Uh, I was doing one point, maybe. And I never got her down to half health. Because that's when she does the full circle of ghosts. No, what happens, you hit her, and she'll, like, explode in all these little spirits. Yes. But they they hurt you. So as this explosion occurs, you have to literally get in between the two of them. You have to be far enough away to kind of slip through them Mm -hmm. so they don't hit you. And then as they're coming back together, you want to jump down to the lower level or, you know... Uh, turn into the shadow guy. Turn him into liquid. Well, I noticed... Well, no, I'm sorry. Continue. I played it I don't know how many times, and it was frustrating. I gave up that day. I called you, left a voicemail, screaming about yes. if you could help me. This this was your spider boss. Yeah. I, I always have one issue somewhere. Yeah, I remember the spider boss with the insect crush. Yes. Is what I didn't have or something. Yeah, Breaking so... games again. I was crippled. I couldn't survive long enough. It was too hard for me not to get hit the three times. Okay. And I I was pretty much done. Uh, and every time I died, because I had no extra lives, I'd be back to Will. So I'd have to transfer over to Frieden or, or Shadow every time. It was just became a, a monumental pain in the ass. All right. Okay. Before we get to your solution, I, uh, I, I noticed that when you hit the Mummy Queen and she explodes into those ghosts, she explodes into eight of them. And they all fly along the same path, out in a circular path. So what I would do as Freedan, before I switch to Shadow, I'd hit the the Mummy Queen, and then walk away a little bit, just enough, uh, to, to where I wouldn't get hit by anything. But I would, um, 
position myself yeah. to where they would f- the two two of them would fly past me, and, and then, then, then go I to would the center. Yeah. Then I would go to the center, and that usually bought me enough time. Not always, but when I switched to shadow, I did the same thing. And then when once they all converged on me, then I did his little shadow thing to where he melt melts into the ground. And when you do that, you're invincible. So when he melts into into the ground, the mummy queen would arrive, and I'd be spamming the A button, the attack button. And then when he came back into form, he would hit the mummy queen, and she would instantly uh, split off into the things again. And I'd just wait for the um for the ghost, and I just kept doing that. So you never moved. You no, I, I really never there. moved. You can you can lock down the mummy queen this way. Uh, she can't. She won't do the gigantic ball when she reforms because you, you're too quick. She won't cause cause the avalanche. All you have to worry about is just the ghosts and basically your your timing. Uh, yeah, I did get it. I did get hit a few times this way, but I survive. My survivability was astronomical compared to Free Dan. Huh? Yeah, that makes sense. What about the halfway point when she turns into sphere sphere of them? That was easy. Yeah, so then you have- all I did was when she turned into the sphere. If she was in my way, I would either go upstairs if I was near the near the portal or, or I would liquefy, just do, yeah. yeah i would just liquefy and, and then wait for her to to come back around because you have to hit the solid one yeah yeah that and was she kind of she thing. travels in a circle around the room yeah yeah it wasn't that hard to i think i couldn't even get to that point and and explain how many how many herbs do you have uh, i think i had like five or six i didn't use and any what was your health bar how how big was it it was completely full how many lives you have 9.99 i just don't know how now, when she turns into the into the spinning circle where you have to hit the solid one, if you are lucky enough, once you hit her and she turns into the circle thing, you can actually hit her again when she's expanding into the circle, force her back into the Mummy Queen state, hit her again, and get that going. Oh, perfect. Then she can't even do anything. Right. The, the boss is hard, but the boss is also bugged. That you can that you can basically lock down the boss if, if you time everything right. Huh. I definitely wasn't very good with timing on this portion. So the only way I could, I couldn't. Let's get to your solution. I couldn't complete the game on my Super Nintendo because my my character was so broken at that point <laughs> that I'm sure somebody could complete it, but they'd have to be better at dodging stuff than me. Somebody with a better, with greater skills than you, without a doubt, to not get hit three times. So what was the solution? To get an emulator and use your save state. Yes. Up until the point of fighting her. Yes. Don wanted said, no, I don't want to fight her. You beat her and then give me your save state. I said, no, you have to beat her. You got to beat her. And I'll admit, definitely a lot easier when she doesn't do all that damage to you. Yes. And you did it as Shadow. Yes. I found it a lot easier with Shadow than Freedane. I thought Freedane would be easier because he could do the upgraded Dark Friar attack that Don knew nothing about. Yeah, I thought I was just launching the big ball at him and that was it. But Shadow was easier because it's it's more about dodging than it is just brute forcing her. Hmm. Well, yeah. After the Mummy Queen, you go and fight all the bosses again. Yeah, let's get into that. So, you know, you go to the Tower of Babel. Yeah. And then, you know, they drag you up there. And then, I swear another game did this. Haven't we done a game where we had to go and fight every boss again? Chrono Trigger. It wasn't every boss, though. Just the ones you previously fought? Uh, yes. Huh. Is that the only game, Chrono Trigger? I think there might have been another one, but that's the one I could think off the top of my head. So I, I had to complete the game with your uh, save state. Yes. And I, I used, to get through all those bots, I used up all the herbs. <laughs> I but had they hit heal. harder. Yeah, they definitely did. 
They were definitely tougher. Yes. But you were so strong in this game that I just, it wasn't that bad. Your health, I think your strength and your defense and everything was through the That's roof. That's right. I'm a man. My character, no, not so Pussy. much. Yeah. So there's really not much else to talk about. You fought all the bosses again. Yeah, that's kind of kind of like a way to get around making more content. Like, oh yeah, now you gotta fight them all and they're tougher. Yeah, like, it's basically they they ghosts and goblins us or super ghouls and ghosts or whatever it is. Yeah, where they send you back to the game to play it all over they, again. You beat the game and they said, nope, nope, this is this is just one half of the game. You gotta go to the underworld, which is the exact same game. Yeah, the same thing. But that's not it. That's not the end boss. It's no. just all of them. No. There's, the, uh, and I remember them mentioning about a comet vaguely in the game. Yes. So here's where it actually gets to the point where you have to fight it. Yeah, but they really didn't talk much about the comet until the very end. The very end, yeah. They, didn't they mentioned the comet in passing. The comet. Comet. Comet? Whatever. In it's passing. not a comet. You're saying comet. Like, I know. I keep saying comet. Com- comet. Comet. There'll be a comet that you can see later on this year, too. <laughs> you see a comet later this year. Shut up. You see what? I'm making fun of me. If anybody would like to comment about uh, Derek <laughs> about not my being comet. able to say comet. <laughs> you want to comment on my comet? Please go to the forums. So, yeah, the boss kind of... I didn't know who the boss would be. I was totally off. I thought it was going to be the thing that was actually helping us save that, that, that uh, face thing. I was kind of leaning towards that myself, because that's usually the way these games go. Right. But no, your shadow, which I have no idea why your shadow. Shadow had zero point in the story, which really didn't make much sense to me. No, should have fought him as Will if, if you figure. Yeah, that would make most. That would make the most sense. Because Will just basically didn't do anything. Yes. But you're on the surface of this comet, and you're fighting its face. And you're fighting its face. I. I. I what? But but then once you beat its face, it turns into something else, which I don't even know what to what to do. Talk about it, it, basically you beat its face, and then the screen fades out and comes back in, and now you have some alien-looking thing on the surface of this comet, throwing all sorts of bullshit at you. Yeah, there was a lot of shit. I had a trouble with the end boss because of all the amount of shit. Yes, that was it, it was just those. Ton- you had the blue balls that would fly up; they would shoot. Uh, they would shoot up and then come down and get you at random intervals. You'd have green shit flying at you. The mouth would shoot laser beams at you. Yeah, you'd have to run over, and when she opened her mouth, you'd have to, like, maybe hit her four times. Yes. And then run the hell out of the way while she's launching the green shit. Now, the bubbles didn't bother you that much, but when you're trying to dodge the what's coming out of her mouth, you're getting hit by the damn bubbles. Yes, but it's not like you can... You can't dodge everything. You have to... When she goes to open her mouth, you have no choice but to get hit. It's time to go stand in the death zone so that you could hit the end boss, the second half of the end boss, and beat this goddamn game. Yeah, I died quite a few times. The second part really got to me. Yes. I had no more tacos. <laughs> Miss, Miss Hennifer Lopez. <laughs> I was like singing about tacos and burritos. Taco-flavored kisses. <laughs> Well, and that's it, and then you have the ending, which made absolutely no goddamn sense at all. I have here, no idea what here happened. Here is what I thought of the ending. You're still on the comet. Yes. Kinda, I guess, and you're looking at Earth, and you remember your dad died. That's yes. what, he died at the Tower of Babel. You found his bones. Your, your mom and dad had come back, so they're there with as, you now. As these flame-looking things. Yeah, they're, they're spirits or something. And they, and the, I literally, I almost fell asleep during the ending. 
I think I was talking to you during it. the ending, so I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, of how bored I was with it. And it was basically, what the gist of what I got from it was it was a lecture from your parents on how lonely the Earth looks from outer space. That, I think, is the gist of the ending. Now, the illusion of God is supposed to tie in with Terra Enigma. I don't see it. Well, where, wait, wait. where does this happen? Well, the ending also, you, you've, I guess you kind of created the industrial industry. Now, so now everything gets... Yes, I remember that. They're, they're, um, all the continents kind of make form into a normal shape of mm-hmm. Earth. Yeah, and they everything, everybody starts, you know, I don't know. You save the planet. Which is basically the premise of 99.9% of all RPGs. Is Pretty much, the planet. yeah. But your parents were going on and on about how lonely the planet looked. Yeah, it's, was, it's... it's like a five-minute spiel. It's like, what the hell is this? Okay, now I'm looking at the map yeah. that uh, for Illusion of Gaia. But the thing is, Terranigma, when you formed the continents, they were the continents. It was You had North America, South America, Africa, Asia, and Oceania. But Illusion of Gaia, when you f- the, when you see the continents as they are now, they're just just random blobs of landmass. Mm-hmm. So the, it, yeah, the, Terra Nigma was a sequel, right? I have no idea. I can't even keep track anymore. So what do you think about the game? Uh, I don't think I'll play it again. Yeah, it's a one it's a one time play. I thought it was going to be better. I honestly did. I thought it was going to be something else. I thought it was going to be um, a Secret of Mana style, uh-huh. which. Uh, uh, I don't know. Should we do Secret of Mana uh, this year? I haven't. We haven't done that one yet. We've did no, we have Secret of Evermore. Or is it Legend uh, of Mana? No, Secret of Mana. Yeah, Secret of Mana is the name of it. Oh, uh, yeah, it don't matter. I mean, we can do it. We already got our next game picked. Uh, Golden Sun. Golden Sun, the first one first on the game Boy, Advance. game Boy Advance. And I'm going to be playing it on my actual Game Boy Advance SP. Hopefully, I won't cripple myself where I need to use an emulator from you to... You're going to use an emulator, right? I don't know. I might actually go out and buy me a GBA. Because I have the actual game. Oh, you do actually have yes. all the... You still have a bunch of... I have game a bunch Boy of games? Gam- uh Yeah, I, I still have a bunch of games. Yeah, you should pick one up. I got a... What, it was a Game Boy Advance SP, and then you have to go with the model number AGS-101. Do you have the one that that's ha- the SP? The backlit one? Yeah, you ha- well, the SP also had a frontlit one, which sucked. So you have to make sure you get model number AGS-101. AGS 101. Because that, that's, that's the backlit. Okay. That's the late, That's that was the final generation of the SP. And this and this, so this and one. And the play. one that you have is the it's the flip up one, right? Yeah, it's a flip up. It's just like okay. a little uh, square. Okay. And it plays Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games, and Game Boy Advance games. Man, so there, it, it plays forty them all. bucks. I'm going to be spending on this thing. Yeah, it's not cheap. I'll go to the flea market. I could probably grab one for twenty bucks. Yeah, but just uh. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go to flea market and go buy me one. Since you already got the game anyways. Yeah, I already have the game anyway. And I can get away with the Game Boy in a lot more areas than I can with a laptop. Oh, I believe it. That's what I played with on the plane. You were playing Illusion of Guy on the plane. No, no, no. Oh, wait, no, no, of course <laughs> What are you won't. talking about? I wasn't playing, uh, I wasn't playing Golden Sun. I was, I had Mario Kart Super Circuit. I had, uh, Tetris. I mean, come on. Tetris DX or whatever. How much did you pay for Golden Sun? I can't even tell you. I don't even remember. Uh, I think I gave like 30 bucks for it when I first bought it. I don't know if it's that much. I don't even know how I ended up with it. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, yeah. don't know how I ended up with it. What sucks now is that eBay is just a complete ripoff. Yeah, yeah, it's. On, it's, on anything. Gaming. It's, eBay has turned into. 
people wanting that feeling of I won something. Yeah, you, you, you get the occasional, overpriced. the occasional deal here and there, but you really have to research what you're buying to make sure that you're not overpaying. Yeah, there's eBay prices and then there's real world prices like in flea markets or whatever. And that's what shops. I I already I when I go to a flea market on my phone, eBay is already open. Oh, so you can look and see what they yes. sell for. You can go to the completed listings and see what people actually pay for them. Yes, eBay is already open on one on one window, and then the second window is Amazon. Yeah, because I don't know how it went. Th- well, yeah, it's just like Earthbound for the Super Nintendo. Oh, I paid a, a ridiculous price for it, right? I paid eighty bucks for it. Oh. I could s- on eBay now. They go. F- you could sell them easily for two hundred to two fifty. It's an investment for the, for the game. I'm like, it's not that rare. It can't be that rare. I don't know. Not make it. You just put uh, <laughs> buy it now prices on anything, and people are like, "Oh, it's got to be what it's worth if it's a buy it now." Or if somebody see, puts says, "Hey, there's this game I'm trying to sell. No, nobody's got it on eBay. It must be rare." So they put a ch- giant price on it, and then some tool comes along and pays that price. So all of a sudden, that's what the price is now. Yeah. And that's what it becomes. I think. That's capitalism. Yeah, yeah that's why I, I need to stop. I'm, I'm not gonna be sure. An item is worth what a purchaser will pay for it. No, I I understand that. It's just, I, oh, I gotta tell you. Uh, so a friend I work with, he had about three to four hundred uh, Nintendo games, NES games. Okay. Three he got to four hundred. Uh, he's got three or four hundred of them. Not not many doubles. Maybe ten of them were doubles. Right. Okay. Okay. So he was trying to get a full collection, but he gave up halfway because I think there's seven hundred some games out there. Uh-huh. So he had a bunch of these games. These are kind of like ones you pick up at a pawn shop, right? They might have stickers on them. They might not be in excellent condition. They might not even work. Who knows? Uh, how much do you think he sold them for? The at lot? a pawn shop? No, no. He didn't. Sell, he sold them to a person. Oh, to a person. And, and, and All four hundred. Yeah, let's say it's anywhere from four to five hundred games. Somewhere, let's four fifty. Let's say. Uh, four hundred bucks. No, not even close. Two hundred fifty cents uh, a game. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Well, there's only a few NES games that are really valuable. What what the hell did he have in there? That's a question I would like. What what's the most valuable? S- one? NES has more games that have appreciated than NES. The yeah, only, NES can't the, have the only two NES games that I can think of off the top of my head are the NES Championship Gold and Silver. Yeah, but those are thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Those yes. aren't even. Of course, he doesn't have those. He did not have those. So what? What is the other ones? What did they go for normally? He ended up selling them for about four bucks a game. If you take it out, well, let's see here, eighteen hundred. Yeah, I'm sure he's 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 already cataloged every game. Yeah. In there. So he had four hundred fifty some games. Oh, he looked up rarity and all that. He was go, when he's going to these pawn shops, he's picking all these up or whatever. But you know, pawn shops don't usually have the oh, best. Pawn shops are mostly idiots or run by idiots. Yeah, but they don't have the best quality. I mean, they got stickers on them. They're old. They look yes. yellow. They're they're beat to hell. Yes. So I'm not saying he had pristine cartridges. I don't know if he cleaned the stickers off or whatever, but I I couldn't understand. And apparently the guy who was buying it, he hadn't seen a lot of the some of these games. He didn't see, so he seemed to find a rube to purchase all this stuff because the guy didn't notice. The, oh, I haven't seen this game before. This this guy wanted to start kind of a collection going. Which the best way to do that? The whole point of collecting isn't that the whole point of collecting is to kind of go out there and find this stuff on your own. If yeah. I went out now and I went, I, I think I could on eBay they have the whole Nintendo 64 collection for like five thousand bucks. Obviously, completely overpriced, but that's you could I, you could buy it all. That's what I did with my Dragon Ball Z VHS box sets. I went out and 
over the I, I'm still missing two box sets, but over the course of three years, I mm-hmm. painstakingly hunted for for some of these box sets. I think there's people out there that solely as a living go and find this stuff at pawn shops or at like flea markets and stuff and sell them for outrageous prices on eBay. Yeah, that's, that's they the whole they buy they low, create so high. they create complete collections or whatever and then just put them on eBay and get a ton of money. Because all you have to do is clean them up, make them look nice. Yeah. Make sure they test them and work good, and then you're set. Now, this guy came back to my friend, like, a week later, and he said he priced them out. Like, the individually, if he sold them all, they would be worth, like, 2400 or whatever. But I think he was just trying to justify his purchase okay. that he didn't get screwed. Because I thought that was a little high for 450 Nintendo games at 1800 bucks. Yes. Because most of them you can get for, like, a buck or, or yeah. less, I think. Well, if you're $1,800 richer. Or six, yeah, yeah, uh, you can't. What is it? The fourteen hundred dollars richer. I don't, I don't, I don't think you remember what he paid for. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you made a profit or not, depending. I should have muted my mic for that. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Leave in the sneeze. We'll do okay. it live. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll write it. I'll say it. Yeah, unfortunately, the only system I have, well, I have PlayStation Two, and I have uh, uh, Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, it's impossible Hang to on. have a collection of that. All right, go ahead. Okay, you got it. So, uh, Super Nintendo, it's impossible to get a full collection of because all the games are so damn expensive. Yes, there's they're all they're all pricey. Yes, and now and anything any game any system that has discs are like nothing. They're worthless. No, Dreamcast. It, it, yes, uh, almost every system, any of the PlayStation stuff, any of the Xbox stuff, the old ones, anything with a disc, nobody seems to want. It's just terrible. Which is, I don't know why that is. Maybe because you they... can copy discs. You can make your own discs. You can't make your own cartridges. Cartridges are a pain in the dick to make. Well, my whole thing about that is if you're just going to copy a disc over, why don't you just have an emulator on your computer? Well, I guess you could copy a disc and, and still play it on the console, so you can kind of get around that. Yeah, I guess that makes sense then. The, you just co- you just bur- burn a disc and... Slap a sticker on it and call it original. And be done with it, yeah, because who cares? You could still play it on your console. The whole point is not to play it on the computer yeah. with a keyboard and mouse because that kind of sucks. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, it almost made me want to go out and start a collection of Nintendo games. Well, maybe you should. Just go to a flea market and get them dirt cheap and just... Because he had a list. He'd go to a pawn shop with a full list of them, and he'd check off ones that he didn't have as he picked them up. Because the whole thing is not to have any doubles. Yeah. You want the full, complete collection. Well, a lot of people are just into collecting. I have one guy at work. He's probably sunk maybe 30, 40 grand into his World War or into his military collection from Jesus. different eras and and uh, everything else. In fact, he, now that he knows my father um, served in the Marine Corps during the Vietnam War, he's bugging me. Hey, ask your dad about his steel pot and his Kevlar helmets and all of his other gear, and I'll make it worth his while depending on what he has. Yeah, there's. I understand collecting, but there's some. I I don't. I guess I understand collecting a little bit, but not so much. Cause uh, I if you're not gonna use the collection, I don't see the point. Like there's people that collect whatever action figures, but they keep them in the box. Well, that's. I look at it. That's there. That's basically. Let me start over. With the guy who collects the military uh, stuff, that's his investment. That's his retirement. A, a lot of people they collect. Um, uh, yeah, but wouldn't you be better putting that in a 401k or into gold or something else? Now that doesn't work for some people. If the economy goes to shit, like what baseball cards? They don't keep their value in this economy. They're nothing. 
It'd be a good time to buy them now because they're so worthless. That's just the way some people work. Okay. I got one guy who, uh, the one that I love to bitch to you about that I want to bitch at on the uh, on the podcast who does nothing but spend his money on computer parts. Oh, he's got the latest and greatest. Yeah, the latest and greatest. And then has the audacity to get on Facebook and bitch about how poor he is. Well, no goddamn shit, Sherlock. This guy used his money from books of college to... Yeah, buy, using his computer. refund money from college, which is supposed to be used to either live on or to pay down your student loans. But no, instead goes out and buys himself a $2,000 computer. Jesus. Oh, I need it for school. No, you don't need a $2,000 computer for school! Yeah, you definitely don't. Overkill at its finest. Yeah, but I don't know. Collecting games and stuff like that, you have to play them. you got to play them to, to enjoy them. Oh, yeah. Instead of keeping them in some box. But I guess, I mean, it works out. You, you sell them for that kind of money. I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong. All right, I'm done. Almost two hours. Oh, I for, uh, there's something I had to uh, got to mention to you. What? And you'll like this because you brought this up to me. What? I broke down and I bought an Xbox 360. Why would you do that? Controller. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the wired one yeah, yeah, for that's Windows. The, one I have. the The wireless is like 80 bucks and I ain't paying that. Oh, who gives a shit about the? Then you have to charge it. I I have no problem with wires. I do not care about wireless. I and, and it works good. I I tested it. I tested it out on the emulator for Chrono Trigger, and it it's it's a hundred times better than oh, yeah. the keyboard and mouse. See what I tell you. I'm not going back ever again. What I tell you. So if I play, and I got almost all the RPGs, uh, all the ROMs for the Super Nintendo at least now. All you have to do is plug it into your computer, and then that's it. You don't have to deal with drivers. You don't have to install software. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it all detects automatically. I gotta, you gotta love Windows Seven. Yes. Do you ever use Windows Eight yet? I refuse to. I'm I building somebody... a computer for my brother, and he insists on Windows Eight. And I said, whatever, it's your computer. I don't the care. latest and greatest is always isn't the best. I don't care. I had a friend that upgraded to it, and then he went back. He t- returned it. He said it's just terrible. Hang on. So you got the Xbox 360 controller. Everything's better now. It, when you plug it in. You have to plug it in before you start the emulator. If you start the emulator, then plug it in the emulator and won't look at it. Oh, okay. I didn't try that or whatever. No, just in case you do. Now, once I set the controls, that's good to go for every game. I don't have to keep re-putting right. them in, do I? Okay, yeah. perfect, perfect. Yeah, it works fine. All right, I'm done. I'm going to put in some some music for the contest. You guys already know the rules. If you don't know the rules, go to the website, read the rules, and then submit your answer. You have five days. From now. So whenever this is put up, five days from now, you have to submit your answers. This is, it'll, complete failure. It will fail. <laughs> and I will be happy with the, with the failure. I don't care. Okay, fine. Fine. Care. It's your contest. Yeah. Mine! <laughs> All right. I'm done. Bye. Bye.